0: And welcome back to another podcast, this time I thought I'd have a look at the Sinclair Spectrum. I did the top 100 uh, Sinclair um, Commodore 64 games in the last one. I thought we'd better look at the top 100 Sinclair games because the Sinclair and the Commodore 64 were a pretty big influence in my life. Um, it was a long time ago and i have forgotten lots of the names of the uh, Spectrum games. So I thought the best way to do it is probably look at the top 100, and I'll go from 100 to number one. Talk about what I remember, and some of the games that's on there. The Sinclair was a fantastic platform for gaming, uh, if perhaps not quite the quality, not quite the quality of the Commodore 64. In so much as the polish, the sound gave it a little something extra. But the Sinclair had some really fantastic games. So uh, let's have a quick look see what's what now this where's this coming from this is the Retro Sanctuary this is their top 100 Um, and it's a nice colorful top 100 and includes a little explanation of the game which is helpful to me because I can't remember some of them and some of them to be frank I've never heard of but anyway I'm gonna skip and just pick on the ones I remember because it's it's easy for me to be honest there's no point me talking about games I don't remember so, it's going to start at 100, and I don't remember that one, it's um, Hyper Action, uh, number 99 is World Series Baseball, I mean as a UK audience, who the hell's going to play baseball? We played rounders, what the girls did anyway at school, the guys, football or rugby or cricket, that was it, unless they did a, um, a cross country simulator, in fact no, everybody hated cross country anyway. So let's go down a few. Uh, Number 98 we have scuba dive. Now I remember scuba dive. Um, It's a quite garishly coloured underwater game where you're a diver with a boat at the top of the screen. You swim to the bottom and you pick up pearls. I think. I don't know if there were treasures. I think there might have been treasures. Um, But you pick things up, take it back to the boat, score a point. The problem is there's jellyfish and sharks whizzing about, so it becomes a sort of um, I don't know what you call it. I don't remember if you could shoot them or not. Maybe you could, maybe you couldn't. But you definitely have to avoid them. The the, the fish swim side to side, and you have to go up and down. Uh, interesting little game. Nothing spectacular. Code name Matt at 97. Code name Matt. I remember this. I remember the box art for this, or the the cassette inlay. Anyway, um, thought it looked great. But there was a, a quite a few of these games in my collection. My um in my WH Smith collection and my Boots cassettes collection that I had when I bought Spectrum, there was Codename Matt, there was. Um, ooh, I remember the names as we go along. Anyway, there's a few games that look like Star. Stargate, was it? Anyway, uh, the write up of it is Codename Matt is a cool update of Atari's Star Raiders. As you scanning for enemy ships, traversing the stars, shooting down and defending vulnerable planets from attack. So Star Raiders I guess. Highway Encounter in 96. Never played this. I remember seeing the screenshots in loads of magazines. But no, I don't know why. It just never occurred to me to get that. Although it does look good actually. It's a strategy a strategy type thing. I think you have to basically protect, uh, protect some droids as they go along a highway. Um, where they get attacked side to side and you have to get to the end. Unusual game, quite interesting. Uh, right, we'll carry on. There's some weird stuff. It's the ne- the names I remember more than anything. Bizarre names for Sinclair games. We were the um, Monty Python generation. Worst things happen at sea, don't remember that. Viking Raiders, don't remember that. Exelon, yeah, I remember that. Uh, beautiful graphics, Very very Commodore 64-esque looking. Got a little bit of Lunar Jetman in there. Uh, not Lunar Jetman, Jetpack. Uh, great, brilliant graphics, well defined, colourful, very, very good. Number 90, Enduro Racer. Ah, now Enduro Racer. This was fantastic when compared to the rather pedestrian Commodore 64 version. I just have a drink of coffee. Um, it was great, it had fast graphics, the graphics were see through, and they were monochrome, but it was fast fluid and smooth as opposed to the Commodore 64's a short fat biker on some sort of scramble bike that went at quite a pedestrian pace it was rubbish whereas Enduro Racer on the Specky was brilliant I used to show this to friends when they came over what can your Spectrum do well it can do this and it was kind of it was good the sound was garbage but it was good number 89 leaderboard i never played leaderboard on the Spectrum, I'd changed to a Commodore 64 at this time. Uh, and it's not terribly wonderful. Graphics are okay, the Golfer is a monochrome blue colour. Uh, yeah, it's not, nothing special. Mikey on the Spectrum, and I used to play Mikey on the 64, and really enjoyed that. It's a silly little game, uh, you're in a school and you have to collect hearts from girls or something. Nudge them off seats and um, not be shouted at by the teacher. Quite good, I did enjoy that. Match Point is at 86. I used to love Match Point. I never really got on with tennis games but I did like Match Point. It's very good, very good uh, Very good game of tennis. Trashman at 85. Now Trashman plays you, you're a dustbin man and you have to collect the rubbish from the sides of houses, take it back to your lorry Dump it in the back of the lorry and take the bin back Without well, being run over, attacked by dogs, or um, lured into houses by scantily clad ladies. Um, I don't really remember playing it back in the day. I played it more recently, and I liked it. I'm absolutely dreadful at it. I can't get past the first screen, but I'll have to come back to that. Xeno at 84. Um, yeah, looks great. Never played it. So i can't really comment on that fat worm blows a sparky i remember this being advertised never played it i just the names of things amazing Terra crester 81 definitely played this this is a galaxian-esque arcade game very good jetpack ah jetpack this is uh what a game this is it's a 16k game but it'll work perfectly well on a 48 or a 128 it was brilliant Um, I think it was made by ultimate Um, and it's just cool it's a defender type game you have to collect fuel for a spaceship fly over a spaceship and the fuel drops into the spaceship when the spaceship is full of fuel you touch the spaceship and take off and then land on another planet pretty simple but great great fun brilliant game daily Thompson's decathlon the joystick waggler this was um, the end of many joysticks. Um, if you get the timing right, you can thrust the joystick left and right to get your speed up, and press the fire button to jump over hurdles, throw javelin, or do whatever um, Daley Thompson did. I can't really remember what all the events were, but it was great. The graphics are pretty good, even though decathlon. The uh, the player is white. Take from that what you will. Uh, moving on, Cobra 78. Cobra this is a Jonathan Smith game and this is a scrolling um, platformer the film was garbage I don't really remember playing the game but um, I do remember the scrolling being good. Cyclone this was absolutely brilliant this is superb fly a helicopter rescue people With a cyclone whizzing about on screen. You have a map and a wind meter. If the wind gets too high, it throws the helicopter around, and if it gets to danger levels, it will throw you into the sea. Really superb, it's an isometric game. So you're looking from above, but slightly to the side or front, so you get a 3D view of the world. Absolutely brilliant. Well worth playing. Boulder Dash, we all know what Boulder Dash is. 75 we have a roller coaster Crikey! I forgot about this. I did have this game roller coaster. Didn't have a clue what to do. Very difficult as I remember. Yeah, I'm sure I had this. Well perhaps I didn't have a roller coaster. This is it says on it from Christmas 1985. So that's 85, been into 86. I did I had a 64 then, so perhaps I didn't have a roller coaster. But it looks very familiar. Renegade. I love to renegade on the Spectrum, great game. Um, if you beat the enemies up properly they fell off the edge, which was always good fun. They'd fall off the edge of the platform where you're fighting. Excellent. Uh, Rebel Star at 73, don't remember Rebel Star. Academy, remember this being on magazine covers, talking about it. Didn't understand it, didn't know what it was. Half-bearders A Monty, the type of game that I hate. Uh, Thrust at 69, Thrust was brilliant on the spectrum, a little triangle asteroid spaceship, you uh, fly down caves, pick up a little ball with a grappling hook and take the ball or the orb up into space and when you go off the edge of the screen it's mission complete. The problem is the orb adds gravity and motion to the uh, spaceship so that's great. If you turn a corner quickly the ball will rotate to one side. pull your craft into that direction very very good commando on the speccy um, I played this on the Specky. it was pretty good actually not as good as a 64 but good very good green beret another one I played excellent slightly monochrome graphics which are a little bit disappointing but there's a lot going on so you've got to keep the frame rate high um, it's a very tough platform I never really did very well with it I think I got to uh, I got to the end of it where you go past the bridges get to the tanks go past the tanks then I don't remember anymore so perhaps I didn't get that far. Uh, stop the Express may or may not remember that that's the train thing where you jump on top of the train not much to say about that. Where the exploded Fist this is what we all talked about at school um, it's a great beat-em-up great fighting game lovely hand-drawn graphics does what the Spectrum does well, um, yeah. beautifully hand drawn, colour clash kept to a minimum, very good, spin dizzy, I mean it's Bobby Bearing you know, or whatever, it's all the same sort of shice, isn't it, uh, gauntlet 62, yeah. loadrunner at 61, don't remember playing on the Spectrum, 3D Star Striker, do remember playing that, that's a Star Wars-esque game, like the arcade game, the wireframe the wire one, um, yeah, very good, enjoyed that, Ikari Warriors, don't remember that, Batman, definitely never played that, Impossible Mission, looks good, can't be a patch on the 64 version, Driller, now this is the, when 3D was becoming a thing and they tried putting 3D on everything, now this is a filled 3D game, not a wireframe, so you've got a world in front of you with fully filled in 3D graphics it's never going to work well and it never worked well on any 8-bit. It's sort of one frame per second gaming. A bold attempt but ultimately garbage. Moving on uh, winter games, never played on this big. Quasitron, no Trapdoor. Trapdoor played Trapdoor absolutely no idea what to do but i love the cartoon and uh and the graphics on the spectrum version was superb again i didn't play it uh, well i did play it but i didn't know what i was doing turrican i don't remember turrican being released on the spectrum i've got no memory of that at all in fact i'm surprised it looks surprisingly good so good in fact i'm gonna have a go with an emulator i think i might plug in the spectrum next not sure uh else have we've got whizball at 48 didn't understand it at 47 remember it no idea what it is bard's tail yeah we know what that is ping pong ah ping pong i do remember ping pong this is table tennis uh, and it is really well done on the specy. all you see is the bats you don't see the player but you can move the bats about quite quickly you can do um, Smashes and spin and all kinds of things. Very, very good. IK Plus at 44. The funny thing is IK Plus, it's got good graphics from the top half of the screen and the lower half is monogram grey. It looks like it's not finished. Moving on. Three Weeks in Paradise. No. Um, Ramarama. That's just a gauntlet copy. The Sacred Armour of Anti-Rad. Anti-Rad, Anti-Raid anti-raid maybe, Um, yeah I had this I kind of liked it but didn't understand it Uh, It was never any good at it but it's got big bright graphics Uh, it's a platformer, the main sprite is quite large i managed to climb into the suit a couple of times but didn't know what I was doing Dandare at 38, another game I played briefly, looks good Anti-Tac at 36, now this is a brilliant 3D game the way you play is either a boy or a girl, and you have to rescue, if you play the boy, you have to rescue the girl, if you're the girl, I think you rescue the boy. So you're a, a, a hostage trapped in a world, 3D world, that is overrun by giant ants, and the ants will kill you. The graphics are absolutely brilliant. This is my Sandy Shaw, I think. Sandy Shore Is that right? Am I misremembering? Anyway. Uh, it's a 3D game, it's absolutely brilliant, one of the highlights on the Spectrum. Fairlight thirty five. 35, Fairlight, I remember Fairlight loading, uh, it came up with Fairlight the Prelude, and there was a crow or a raven at the side of the screen and a countdown, counting from whatever it was to zero, like 999. Uh, when it got to zero it more or less finished loading, no music obviously but Beautiful graphics, isometric again. Again, no idea what I was doing. Uh, Thirty-four Reclamant racing game. I don't remember it on the spec, if I'm honest. Probably after my time. Mercenary at thirty-two wireframe 3D adventure game, open world, brilliant. Um, yeah, I mean I've spoke about Mercenary before. <coughs> before it's a brilliant, brilliant game. Attic Attack at thirty-one. Now then Attic Attack, I don't know what to say about Attic Attack, I didn't like it, it looked good, it's a top down uh, is it? maze game, enemies appear at random and try to kill you, they know where you are, I'd say it made no sense to me, even as a kid I thought it was rubbish, but people love it so what can I say, Starquake at 30 this is a platformer game where you can jump on little pads and draw, not teleport but hover hover pads they drive you about around the maze um yeah quite liked it very colorful very bright graphics yeah good 29 we have bomb jack one of my favorite spectrum games i'm going to stop now for coffee beautiful uh yeah bomb jack i loved bomb jack on the spectrum I uh, couldn't wait to play it on the 64, I was deeply disappointed as uh, this the live fast Bomb Jack becomes fat Bomb Jack on the Commodore 64, um, but yeah it's great, it's very fast, um, love it, love Bomb Jacks, it's a platformer, you have to collect the bombs, if you collect the bombs in order, when the fuse is burning you get extra points, then you get symbols, coins that appear, you get P, uh, P is on one of them, I can't remember what the other ones are, but you get extra lives and one of them destroys all the enemies on screen and that sort of thing. Robocop at 28, never played it, I remember it being everywhere. Night Law, another 3D isometric game that the Spectrum did well. Frame rate dropped to about 2 or 3 fps when you got to a busy screen, but it looked great, it had a down night cycle, when night came along you changed into a werewolf, in the daytime you changed into whatever his name was, Mr. Nightlaw. 25, Great Escape. Great Escape is the Great Escape as in the film, Great Escape. So you have to get out of a World War II prisoner of war camp, but you have to attend a row call in the morning. Um, And then you can go around the camp finding various items to plan your escape, things hidden behind walls, hidden in the stove to keep warm, hidden under the beds, what have you. Uh, very good, I was never any good at it as usual because um well i didn 't know what I was doing sentinel at twenty four this is the puzzle game with height the uh, strategy game which I spoke about in the sixty four brilliant game uh you have to uh it 's a puzzle game it 's a bit like a chess game but it 's all about elevation, so you have to get to the highest point and you can only uh I don't know how it works now, I can't remember it, but you can only climb on the shadows or on the the lit bits of the 3D landscape, whatever. Um and then you get to the highest point and you get in the sentinel. Excellent, good game. Not played it for such a long time. Number 22, Super Hang On. I seem to remember this being pretty good. The graphics are pretty good. Um Yeah. It's a racing, motorbike racing game. Fantasy World Dizzy at 21 never played any of them, don't like them. Uh, Chucky Egg at 20, love Chucky Egg, played it on the BBC, played it on every platform ever made, love it. The spectrum I probably played the most if I'm honest. Um, I was never any good at jumping on the lifts or elevators, but uh, yeah, good game. Platform game, you have to pick up the eggs and the chicken food, pick up the eggs to complete the level and don't let the chickens peck you. Target Renegade at 18, I know it's a sequel to Renegade but I never played it. Midnight Resistance, this is later Spectrum Games. Now, Spectrum Games had a funny life cycle. They went from incredibly basic in 1982, i.e. written in basic with not much going on, to 8384 being basic and machine code and then they, they they moved on to different programming techniques, different languages not all kinds of things uh, and you had lots of action and then as the years went by, they started getting more and more stuff on screen. So by the late 80s, the Spectrum, the Spectrum games suffered from having everything on screen all at once and being very busy. And I hated those games because you couldn't see what was going on. You had no idea what missiles and bullets were coming from. And Midnight Resistance is one of those. Lovely graphics, hand-drawn graphics. Um, but there's just too much going on. For me anyway sim city at 16 we all know what sim city is i've never played it on the speccy so i can't possibly comment 3d well see 3d death chase it's not 3d death chase it's just death chase but anyway this is uh, i think this is 16k as well now this is brilliant uh, this is very much return of the jedi speeder bikes going through the trees but you're on a motorcycle with the most bizarre handles you've ever seen on for handlebars uh, you race through trees, shoot tanks and shoot two of other motorcyclists. You have a down-night cycle, not that it makes much difference. Uh, the later levels of tank will appear and fire at you, occasionally. Uh, great game, really, really fast, um, but superb. Number 14, we have Myth, history in the making, never played it, always looked pretty. Laser squad at 13, don't know anything about it. Number 12, Turbo Esprit. I loved Turbo Esprit. I was reasonably okay at it. You have to st- stop. You're a copper undercover cop, maybe a vice type thing. But you're driving a Turbo Esprit. Uh, Esprit. 3D world, monochrome, but f- rendered very quickly. It's a fast-playing game, and you have full control of the world in so much as you can go where you like. Uh, indicators work on the car. Light, brake lights work on the car. You can even reverse, and when you turn left or right. It turns quite sharply, so you have to judge your turnings really well. There's proper junctions and traffic lights, there's even road workers and pedestrians. This is um, uh, an open world 3D game uh, where you have a mission to complete. It's a little bit Grand Theft Auto, I guess, but it's great. You have to stop a drug deal, so you have to stop the drug car from making a drop or something um, but then the assassins will come after you in another car. Um, yeah, it's very good. Number 11, Hobbit. Brilliant. What a great game. Melbourne House. It's um, it's a text adventure with graphics. The top half of the screen is uh, graphics, drawn graphics. and The bottom half is a text window. Uh, based on the book by J.R. Tolkien, everyone knows what the Hobbit is. Uh, it's brilliant. One, it's a great, great game. I used to spend hours on this lost and um, being killed by the bulbous eyes. Number 10, Rex. Nice graphics, never playing it. Number 9, Chase HQ. Good game. Excellent port of the arcade game. Missing the speech, unfortunately. Um, yeah, really fast. Good racing game. Number 8, Rainbow Islands. Again, I remember this being everywhere. Very colourful, bright graphics. Um, I never played it. Uh, number six, Manic Miner. Oh Manic Miner. I hated Manic Miner. Uh, the first level was incredibly hard and then they got slightly more hard. This is uh, Matthew Smith at his best. You know, Miner Willy, you have to collect the items on the screen and then get to the exit before the oxygen, <coughs> oxygen runs out. There's an oxygen bar at the bottom. For some reason he seems to be underwater or somewhere where there's no oxygen. Very bizarre. This is floating feet and fists and penguins and chickens and things. Very Monty Python. Number 5, Elite. Elite. What can I say about Elite? I've already mentioned Elite before. Don't know how to play. Never played it really well. I did spend a few hours trying when I was a kid. I spent a few hours on the 64 version. I spent a few hours on the Amiga version. Spent a few hours on the BBC version. Don't understand it, don't like it, can't do it. But I get the impression it's really good. And I probably would like it if I knew how to play the damn thing. Which I don't. So if I couldn't learn then, I'm certainly not going to learn now. I'm 50 years old. School Days at number 4. I didn't have School Days. It wasn't in my collection of Boots cassettes. Um, Yeah, it's well regarded and well thought of. Lots of people like it. You're a a kid at school, and you do stuff. Uh, Lords of Midnight number three. Lords of Midnight, this is the game that I bought and wouldn't load, so I never played it. Uh, It's supposed to be very good. It's a turn-based strategy game. Colossal in size. Um, You've got to get to Doom Dark's Citadel or something. I don't know. Um, Looks good. I'm sure I would have liked it. R-Type. As I remember, this was good on the Spectrum. It's a side-scrolling shoot-em-up, uh, it looks good from the screenshot I can see, but I never played it. And number one, according to this particular poll, is Head Over Heels, where you play either Head or Heels, which are two funny-looking creatures in an isometric 3D world where you have to solve puzzles. And It's very detailed, it looks very smart, I think this is Ultimate again. Ultimate did some of the best-looking games for the Spectrum. Um, I can't really comment on it because I never really played it, I played it briefly I was never any good at it, but that's a selection of Spectrum games they are... there's a lot there that I don't remember I remember playing some great games that's obviously not on the list for example, um, was it Dark Star? something like that, which was another Star Wars rip-off. The instructions were something like we're not telling you, work it out, um, and the high score table was something like, they're coming to get me, I can see them walking up the stairs, or something like that, I can hear the phone ringing or something, and it's it was a very atmospheric um, high score table, uh, not that I got on the high score table very often, but yeah, it was, a, it was a Star Wars type game, I used to play that quite a bit, didn't know what I was doing. Um, what else was good on the specy? there were so many there' was hundreds of games that were very, very good. Sound was always an issue on the spectrum i.e it either had a horrible sound, okay sound or no sound, which um, you might think that's well any any games like that, and to a certain degree it is, but um, the spectrum was a little bit strange anyway, that'll do. this is a twenty seven minute podcast. So I'll say thank you very much, and I think we'll move on next to my next computer that I bought as a teen, which was the Commodore Amiga. So I'll see you then. Bye for now.